0: Today we're talking about guest swag. What to give away, how to give it away, and how do you know what to give away? Are you ready? Because it's time. Holy nuclear time bombs!
1: Holy overeating! Holy roller coasters! It's time! It's time. (laughs)
0: Hello heroes, my name is Tom Pounder and you are listening to the YM Sidekick podcast. This is the podcast where I talk to ministry leaders about what's happening in the ministry world and how it can apply into your ministry context in this very digital and physical world. How can we be more effective? That's what we're talking about in this podcast and we're so glad you're here with us today as I have my friend Justin Nava back. Now, when I have Justin Nava on, I'm usually talking about website stuff, and you know we kind of talk about that in the very beginning of the interview. But today, we're actually talking about guest swag, because guest swag is really important, whether it's guest swag for an online audience or guest swag for an in-person audience. What do you give away? How do you know what to give away? And what's really been effective? What What are things that he's discovered that's been effective over the years? Justin has some great insights on this, and so I'm really excited to talk to him. But before he gets on, I do want to encourage you, definitely subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or from ymsidekick.com, definitely hit the subscribe button so you can get these every other Wednesday when they come out. All right, let's get into the podcast right now with Justin Nava talking about guest swag.
1: With me right now is my friend, Justin Nava. Justin, how are you? Hey, Tom. I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Dude, I can already tell that your mic is just so much better than my headphones
1: that I have on right now. So <laughs> nobody can see this, but your mic is clearly better than mine. As long as they can understand, you know, that's just the main thing.
0: Yes, that is that is true. Um, well, Justin, uh, I've had you on the podcast lots of times We talk pretty regularly on social media and stuff. Um you're killing it right now on TikTok. Um so tell everybody if they've never heard you on my podcast before, they're not following you already, who are you and what do you do?
1: Yeah, thanks. So uh my name is Justin. I'm with Mr. Church Marketer, lead consultant. Uh basically what I do is I help find solutions for pastors. Uh we do, we are a full stack marketing agency, but um we do uh Uh, printables. We do church gifts, t-shirts, bags, cups, anything. We like to say anything that you can put your logo on, we can do it for you. Uh, And then as well as the typical digital stuff, websites, advertisements, uh, graphic design, all that good stuff. But what I'm really about and where my passion is, is finding solutions for pastors. Even if it's not us, I try to make sure that I've got the good old digital Rolodex going and we can definitely point you in the right direction. So I like to say, I just help you reach more people and find solutions to do so. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, I I've always known you. When I first met you, you, you were all SEO and website stuff. And then as you've you've grown over the years, now you're into this, and I think it's awesome. Uh, so if you do have, and I'll I'll let you share all your information at the end. But if you do have website questions too, we're not going to be talking about websites today. But if you have SEO or website questions, Justin's still your guy on that. He 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 is a great person to bounce ideas off of um, on that. So, well, Justin, today we're going to talk about something different than what we normally do. Like I just said, um, we're going to talk about gift, I guess gifts for your church. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to talk about how to do it right, what to give, what not to give, and how to really find out what, um, what, what's the right gift. How do you know what gift you should be giving people? So just to start us off on this conversation, Justin, why don't you give a little quick little uh, intro on this?
1: Yeah, so guest gifts is something that um, I I got into when I merged with, uh, when my digital agency merged with Mr. Church Marketer, who was doing the printables, banner, signage, swag, and all that stuff, gifts, Um, it was something that I really had to tackle. And what I discovered was looking at what's working for our existing clients, and then what's working for people that are bringing on as I consulted with them, uh, we found out that there's really one thing that a good gift comes down to, and that's just being usable. So a gift is not when you, when you, when you, it's not like giving, okay, let me back up here because mother's day is coming up. And so this is on my mind. So I'm going to phrase it this way. Um, My daughter can sneeze on some macaroni and glue it on a piece of construction paper and give it to my wife and my wife will love it and think it's the best gift ever. Right. That's what a mom does. It doesn't matter what the kid does. It's a gift. It's the thought that counts And that's a great gift. Okay. That's not how guest gifts or any kind of business gift should work. Okay. It's not the thought that counts. It has to be something that's actually usable. It's why I can't give my wife a bowling ball and she'll be just (laughs) as enthusiastic because she doesn't bowl. Okay. It's not usable. It's not the thought that counts. That would be a terrible Mother's Day gift for my wife. Now, maybe there are some mothers out there who would love a bowling ball and more power to you. Uh, But The same idea for a guest gift when we do it for the church, it's not the thought that counts. Okay. That is some of it. You know, we do guest gifts because we want to show our appreciation. Thank you for visiting us. We've thought about you and prepared for you to be here, but it has to be something they want and it has to be something they'll use. And so we have to get gifts that our people will want, not some other church, what our people want. Yeah, that's a good question. That's
0: a great point right there. I want to backtrack real quick on on something real quick. Um, I just said real quick twice, <laughs> so but I want to backtrack on something. Let's talk about this real quick. I'm saying real quick too many times right now, but let's talk about this. Why should we give gifts? Why Why should you give a gift as a church? Like, what's the importance of doing that?
1: Yeah. So a, a gift is just to say thank you uh, for joining us. And we were ready for you. And we want you to leave with something because you invested in us. You invested in our time. And we want to show that, you know, we care about you. It's almost the same thing as when you go to a kid's birthday party and they have party favors, right? So I take my daughter to her friend's, party and already they're feeding her pizza, barbecue, something like that. They're maybe we have to pay if it's at a trampoline park, but my daughter always leaves with a cup of candy uh, or a cup of little toys. When we had my daughter's party, it was princess themed. So all the girls left with tiaras and all the boys left with inflatable swords. Um, And that was a lot of fun, because we want them to leave with something like you invested in us, you brought a gift, or you just came uh, and showed your support for our daughter, having a birthday and supporting her and loving on her. So we want you to leave with something because we care about how you invested time and even maybe money. So when they come to our church, first of all, they're stepping outside of their comfort zone, they're visiting a place they've never been to. Uh, they're around most people they've never been around and they're probably, you know, listening to a gospel message that they've never heard, or at least haven't heard in the appropriate context before. And that's kind of a big deal. So we want to say, thanks for coming. We appreciate you. And just to show our appreciation, we're going to give you a gift. Uh, so to let you know that we were prepared for you, but also we appreciate you. So we just want them to leave with something in hand. Well, listen, I agree completely with you because when I came
0: to the church I'm at currently um, and I I was just coming as a visitor just to check out the church to see if I even liked the church before I would interview for the staff position, Um, they were giving out coffee mugs and they were giving out nice little thermos, you know, coffee mugs and they were in different colors and it was really appealing to the eye. And I'm like, man, this is cool. Like, I, I really want this and I really got it and because I'm a coffee drinker. Um, and so it worked for me, but how, back to your original point of um, finding out what they want, how is it that you can find out what people in your community wants? What What can you do to discover that?
1: Yeah, so um, it comes down to two things, passive and active. Uh, and passive would be just paying attention to what they have on them, what they use, and essentially people watching. So uh, if you're, if you're, um, I'm going to be very, uh, profile here, but if you're in the northwest, you're gonna have a lot of coffee drinkers, right? That's that's you know that's gonna be pretty big. Or if you're on the coast, you're gonna have a lot of people coming in shorts and real casual, mm-hmm. and they don't need something real formal. So you just gotta pay attention to what your people are. Do you have a lot of guys coming in caps? Do you a lot of, have a lot of women wearing jewelry? Do you have a lot of coffee drinkers? Do you have a lot of water drinkers? Are you in a health conscious community? You know, are people dressed comfortably? Do people dress formal? Uh, And then when you're out and about, what are, what do people have? You know, you're not peeking in cars, but you're looking to see what are people using. Everyone has a phone charger in their car, or everyone has a little. If you live in a very professional, if you're in the city and you're a professional, businessy area, you've got a lot of entrepreneurs or a lot of businessmen in your church. What do they have on their desk? Are they do they are they always have a pin on them? Do, or do they have little? Uh, I've got a little Spider Man phone thing. It's holding up trading cards right now, but it's a little uh, mount that you put your phone on on a desk. Uh, you just gotta kind of keep an eye out for what's what's going on and then the other thing is a little more active is a you can first of all just ask your people like hey what would what would show our appreciation it may not even be a physical gift right uh but you would say if you were to visit a church what would show that they appreciated you and that they actually cared about you um and then also you can go to uh other churches or you can send someone undercover quote-unquote undercover to another church see what their gifts are and how they feel or go to a market. There's lots of free swag at the market. The insurance agents are giving you stress balls. Uh, the uh, health conscious people are giving you samples. The, the chefs are giving you samples of their cookies or the bakers. So you can see kind of like, you just have to kind of be aware and have the mindset of how does this make me feel? And you might see like, oh, there's a stress ball. Like, I don't need a stress ball. This this is just give me something because it's whatever. But then you might get um, a special stylus pin. And be like, hey, yeah, you can use that as a pen, but, you know, who writes things anymore? So it's also a stylus. You can actually poke at your iPad. And you might you might, you might say, well, boy, this is actually a pretty cool invention. Like, this is kind of cool. Uh, so you just got to kind of think of how someone feels. I have somewhere around here uh, something my wife got. Well, it doesn't matter. We're audio only, so I can't show it to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, it's a pen, but it collapses in on itself. And it looks like a pill, like a, like a little medicine. And then it expands and it's a pen. She got that at a medical conference. And... The reason I have that pen is because it's so cool. And the reason she likes to carry it around is because it's small. It fits in her little lab coat pocket. That's something that she'll use. And that's something like, hey, these people actually care about how I'll use a pen and being small and being cheeky uh, versus here's just another pen that looks like everything else you get. Yeah. So again, it's long long story short, uh, look at what they're using already, but then also ask and go see what's out there that there, that is available. F- that makes you feel good. It might make your people feel good as well.
0: No, that's really good. What, what is your thought on having stuff that has your logo on it too? Like what, what's your thought on that?
1: Yeah. So um, I am actually, I actually get in trouble by other marketers, uh, especially in the <laughs> good Facebook. I world. like it when you get in trouble. I, I'm, sur- I'm surprised that they haven't kicked me out of some of these groups. <laughs> I believe for the church. Okay. And this is from someone that runs, Uh, a marketing agency, um, for the church, branding is a little less important, okay? Now, when it comes to guest gifts, if you can put your logo on it, I say go ahead and put your logo on it. But there's also something to be said about just, you know, you can't put your logo on a cup of coffee. You're not going to give them a paper cup that has uh, your logo on it because they're just going to throw it away. You don't need to invest that kind of money. So you can just give them a regular paper cup. Uh, and coffee in the morning or a plate of, you know, with a donut, you don't got to stamp your logo on a donut, right? We don't have to logo everything. If you can logo it, um, then you go ahead and, you know, uh, I like stuff for the kids, right? You can get them a little cheap McDonald's toy. You can go buy a bunch at the dollar store, give them to the kids. You don't have to worry about your logo being on it. You can, you can even, if you don't have stuff logoed, uh, if you don't have it branded, uh, you can even just logo the bag. Uh, brand the bag. And so that way when they carry it out, they at least remember that they got it from this church. But if you're going to do things uh, and you have the money to in, to invest, because it is an investment, uh, absolutely. If you're going to do a cup, if you're going to do pens, if you're going to do anything like that, go ahead and, and put your logo on it. If it's going to have a bottle of water, yes, you can brand a bottle of water, but you may not have to. Uh, so it's just, if you can, great, but don't stress out about it. The important thing is uh, we thought about you and here's a gift. So uh, of course I would love it if you logo branded everything. I keep saying logo to everything. Yeah, I know I, because <laughs> I, I, I said, put your logo. You said, yeah, so of right. course, if you can brand it, great. Yeah. If not, don't sweat it. The important thing is it's useful. So let me, let me use, let me segue into this little spiel here. Yeah. Something I learned when I call my, our past clients and I, and I talk to them about, Hey, how's your stock? How's your, how's your inventory? Do you need to reorder? Um, There are certain things that always come back, meaning no one wants it, or they give it and then they find it on a table somewhere because it's not being used. Okay. Uh, So whenever you're doing a gift, and this is why I say look at what people are using and looking at things that you would use yourself. Okay. You have to do something that people like and will use and actually care about. So if I go to a farmer's market, again, using that same example, and a progressive insurance agent says, hey, thanks for talking with me. And just to let you know, I appreciate you. Here's a progressive uh, branded sticker. And it Mm -hmm. says, uh, I love progressive insurance, right? I am not going to put that sticker on my car. I have a bunch of stickers on my guitar case. I'm probably not going to put that on my guitar case. No one's putting your church sticker on their car, okay, the first time they visit your church. That's a terrible guest gift. And the reason why, I'm just going to say it's a terrible guest gift. It's a great thanks for joining our church gift Mm -hmm. if you have church membership or something like that. Um, but it's a terrible first time guest gift. Okay. No one's going to visit you for the first time and say like, yeah, I'm so excited and put a sticker. The reason why I see that in so many guest gifts or information packets, or even cheap little pins that no one uses because they're cheap um, is because we've get into the idea that, yeah, we need a guest gift. What's the bare minimum we can do to say it's a gift and feel good about giving a gift, but it defeats the ultimate purpose. If you, you give it and it's not anything they can use, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like, and, and I get in trouble with this, Tom, and I think a lot of a lot more men get in trouble with this than women. Uh, it's almost like when we say the right thing, but we say it the wrong way, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, you look pretty today. Like, yeah, whoa, yeah. why even say anything at all? You're just making yeah. it worse. So you, you don't want to give a gift that's an obligation, meaning, hey, thanks for visiting us. Here's a pen and here's a connect card to fill out with that pen, like, yeah. It's kind of like we didn't really give someone; you gave them a chore. Yeah. Uh, but then also, you want to give them something they're going to use. Yep. Don't give them uh, again. A bumper sticker is is not a good guest gift. And also. 50 documents, uh, one for each ministry, plus a portfolio, plus, hey, how, how you start to serve. No one's going to read all that stuff, okay? If it looks like you're handing someone documents after they started a business, that's <laughs> a bad guest gift. Also, CDs. People don't play CDs. Our computers don't have CD players. Stop giving out CDs. I understand it's something you know. Figure out another way to do it, uh, and I can help you with that. So it's got to be something useful. Okay. So you've
0: hit on a lot of stuff here. Okay. And uh, I love it when Justin gets in trouble when he comes on my podcast. So this is great. Justin in trouble. If you could have seen him roll his eyes when he said, yes, you look pretty. That was great. Um, But you can't. It's just audio. Hey, um, okay. So a few different things here um, real quick. One, um, you used to talk about being useful. So what have been, again, I know every church is different and we've already talked about that, but what have you seen in your work with churches that have been good ones and very useful mm-hmm. gifts to give out?
1: Yeah. So uh, again, being an active, being active and looking at what people need. This is something I did personally. I, all my family and all my friends' houses that I visit uh, which isn't as many as I want because of the pandemic but the ones that I have been able to I actually now go to their cabinet. Okay, and I open it up and you know what I see I see a bunch of tumblers I see a bunch of like we maybe call them ramblers the Yeti cups, yeah. whatever, and you know what's in the back of the cabinet, all the church mugs and all the the free mugs that they get for whatever company hey thanks for subscribing to our software here's a mug. Um, they don't, they, the, the coffee mugs are good because they're useful, but they're only good for coffee. They're only good for tea, hot drinks, yeah. tumblers on the other hand, and they don't have to be big. They can be the little wine glass tumblers slash, well, if you're in church, coffee tumblers, yeah. but, uh, uh, or even the, the medium sized ones, 12 ounce ones. Those are good for hot drinks and cold drinks, which means they're good all day. And they're good year round. Coffee mugs are really only good in the morning. Uh, if you're in the South after a good pecan pie and you got some coffee uh, or in the winter when you're drinking tea or apple cider. But tumblers are good all day. I can use it for coffee one day. I can use it for cold tea in the next day or, or putting soda in the next day. So tumblers are great because it's multi-use, multi-purpose. Um, you could also think about what your people need in the community if you're uh, in a, a rural area. Um, You know, you might want to give them like a a branded bag. That way they can use it when they go to the market, when they go to the store, Uh, a reusable bag, essentially, Uh, you can give them that with some gifts in it. Uh, If you do give them uh, a mug or a coffee mug or a tumbler, you know, it's nice to give them some Uh, hot chocolate with it or something to try maybe a a drink flavor mix in right you're not going to brand it but it's like hey you know your kids might not like this but here's the little juice box i like giving candy for the kids i know some people don't like that but don't forget the kids uh we we, we've done branded beach balls uh for our for for some of our clients that says like hey we had a ball with you or uh glad to see you bounce back or something like that and it's a little beach ball and they blow it up and the kids can play with it frisbees we i even like to do a deck of cards i know some churches don't like that but we, we can brand a deck of cards or even if you Just put uh, something that I coached someone through that didn't have a lot of money. I said, just go to the dollar store, buy some playing cards, and then print uh, a little Word document. I think they got it from Bicycle, actually. They just copied and pasted it and a little index card size thing, but it had four games on it how to play Go Fish, how to play Old Maid, how to. And it's just here's a deck of cards, here's some instructions on some rules, uh, how to play Crazy Eights, which I found out we've been playing wrong in my family. Uh, (laughs) And they just tape it to the deck and it says, hey, thanks for visiting us. Um, we, we believe family is important and there's not enough ways to get connected. So here's the deck of cards. You know, go play go play a game and we'll play it with your kid when they come back, or something like that, or something yeah. like that. That's just you have to think a little bit outside the box. But if you're a family church, you need to give a gift that's good for the family, not just good for the grown ups So don't forget the kids. Surprisingly, too, fidget spinners, kids still love. Um, obviously, the students have grown out of it, but the kids still love it. You know, another bad gift, and, and it's not even a bad gift those little silicon bracelets, like again, church, I see a lot yeah. of churches want those cause they're cheap, but no one wears those. All right. We, we actually do a, a braided bracelet that looks a little nicer. Um, and we try to do something non church branded, but we do it like um, something a little bit more generic, like um, you know, Houston proud or uh, Jesus loves me, something like that, uh, that they can, that they can wear. That's not so much for the church. They can wear it anywhere. Yeah. So those are some of the things that I see. It all comes down to being a little bit more creative. And this is very specific. We've got Mother's Day coming up and Father's Day coming up. The best Father's Day gift you can give is not another devotion book that's never going to get read, (laughs) (laughs) is not another mug or something like that. The best Father's Day gift, I mean, we have people that call us and say, we need more because men are coming back and they're bringing their friends a pocket knife. Okay. Yeah. And, and I know some people, some churches may not be comfortable giving that away. And i 100% you, you, you do you, but down in the South, our guys like pocket knives. I always have one on me. Um, they're useful tools. You can even do a multi-tool. Maybe you doesn't even have to have a knife, yeah. but, when we give when we did those for churches for fathers day the men were coming back and bring like like dude this church gets us like they know we need every guy needs another pocket knife we keep them in our car we keep them in the garage we keep them on our person we have a backup in the utility drawer in the yeah. kitchen so that's something that that really worked gangbusters for men uh is that pocket knife so you really have to think about it's not just about hey guys thanks for coming here's a pen but it's like hey guys Thanks for coming. I know you need another pocket knife, and we got you, right? And if we got you there, we got you when it comes to your eternal security or spiritual journey. You know what I'm saying? It's just building that trust, and we understand who you are, we appreciate you, and we can relate with you. So therefore, we are worth listening to when we tell you about the gospel.
0: Yeah, I I will say we gave away a few years ago a a multi-tool to to men for Father's Day, and it was a huge hit. Now, and again, Justin knows this because we were talking about this beforehand, but I just was cleaning out our storage in our church. We just got done with Easter and we're re-changing things. I look like a terrible person right now, dirt everywhere. But one of the things we saw in our storage was a bunch, 120, we counted 120 um, sunglasses, the plastic sunglasses. And I was like, what were these used for? And I was thinking like children's ministry? No, we, we, years ago, we tried to give them out. To fathers, to to dads mm-hmm. and men, and nobody liked them because they look like they look like garbage. Like, yes. and so you'll give them away, but who's going to wear them other than I mean, your kids will probably wear them. I mean, mm-hmm. it might be mm-hmm. a kind of a cool thing for kids, but for men, you really do got to find out what really hits with them. And again, like you said, different parts of the country, different things are going to be more effective.
1: Absolutely. Uh, if you're if you're also out in the country, we love and I say we, uh, but we love the Yeti, the tumblers. We can't have enough of those. We take them out onto the job site. Our drinks stay hot or cold all morning, mm-hmm. um, so th- those are great for country folks. Maybe if you're in the city, it's not something like that. Maybe you, maybe you've got a very fashion-forward com- church community. Whatever, do socks. Do some cool <laughs> yeah. like little Bible man socks for your kids, or um, you know some cool like. You can always go local. I love I love when when we do local stuff. That's not so much first church of Houston, but it's like Houston proud and, or Texas proud, or even just God bless Texas. You know, you get your own design, which by the way, um, We'll talk about that in a second. But anyways, but what happens is people say, dude, that's awesome. Where did you get those socks? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I got it at First Baptist Houston. Oh, no way. And they come and they're like, hey, I just, you know, maybe they come to a service because like, hey, it's cool. I get some free stuff. But maybe they also call and say, hey, I want these socks. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, sure. Come by and we'll, we'll give you some or, or we have them for sale. If you yeah. don't come to church, you know, there's ways and then you can use that to raise money. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's other things that you can give that aren't so much branded, but just in the community, local and get people talking. And if they're really good, which kind of brings me to my, my, maybe my last point today is you got to make sure it looks good. Mm. So um, I I think a lot of us have been burned by, by certain online companies where uh, we want to buy something like business cards and we put our logo and we enter in some information that looks good on the computer. And then it comes to us and it looks terrible. It's too dark. It's too light. The Photos pixelated and it doesn't look anything like what what it looked like when you put it together in the template or on the website. So you got to make sure. And this is where you know a company like Mr. Church Marketer comes into play. We have professional designers, and you know we do it for way cheaper than it than it would be if you had it professionally designed by anyone else. Um, and so you got to make sure that it looks good. It fits the context. Uh, we're working with someone right now printing T-shirts. Um, They tried to do their own T-shirts and they ended up having the color all wrong and the words were too small and the font was bad. And so they ended up paying us to design it. And when I when I told them, I was like, yeah, we can design it and it cost this much. They were like, wow, that's super cheap. I wish we had done that first. Um, You want to make sure that it looks good. And when you work with a if it's not us, even your local printer and you have them design it, and make sure it looks good. um, It's going to look good because what you don't want is a mug to come and it just it looks awful. And then you're stuck with all these mugs and no one wants them because they don't look good and you're ashamed to give them, you got to make sure it's professionally designed. So make sure you take your time. If you do have a designer on staff, if you don't go ahead and just give it a little investment, it could be as little as $30 and get it professionally designed. So, you know, it looks good and you don't have that business card that comes in and just looks terrible.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And there's nothing worse than something that comes in and you're like, okay, this was not what I was expecting it to be. Exactly. And and you don't want to give it out and you, you spent all this money. One yeah. thing I do want to hit on, uh, because I do love talking digital and you and I like digital stuff and everything. Um, I've seen this happen a few times and we've experimented with this as well, where churches have come, the people fill out a digital connection card. And then with that digital connection card, people say, we're going to donate X amount of dollars now to this local charity because of this. Have you have seen that happening a lot in your experience?
1: I've seen it happen a lot. Um Again, every church is unique. Now, me personally, I don't care for that uh, personally, because if I wanted to give this money to someone else, I would just give it to them. Um, Some people, especially now, it's getting words getting around. Like, I think if you go to Taco Bell, Uh, they'll say, do you want to donate a dollar to the kids fund or whatever? And, Mm -hmm. and people are, it's got, it gone a little viral that people have realized that they do that because it's a tax break for them. And so there's a little bit of distrust, uh, when you make a donation to someone else in your name. Now, again, if that works for your church and you're happy to do that, awesome. I would make sure it's a local organization, a food pantry, a coat closet, uh, boys and girls club, something like that. Um, as far as digital gifts, there's a lot that you can do uh, that I personally would prefer and would recommend. Uh, for example, fill out this digital connection card, we'll follow up with you and we'll send you a $5 Starbucks card or what I prefer, this usually is more for the smaller churches, uh, fill out this digital connection card, we'll call you and ask how we can serve your family or we'll meet and pastor will buy you a cup of coffee. And that actually puts pastor in front of you uh, yeah. and, and gets, gets you to learn a little bit about them. Um you could also do a free counseling session. You know, someone might say, you know, what, what are you interested in? And say, well, you know, my family's going through a rough patch. Okay, well, you know, pastor can talk to you about that. Let's jump on the phone or jump on a Zoom meeting and talk about what you're struggling with. Um, there, there's and, and then of course you could do the typical, well, here's a prayer guide. Here's the devotional. Here's a, a mini series that pastor did talking about, you know, his heart to see how this city will change. Um, there's a couple of different things that you can, quote unquote reward people for taking the initiative and filling out a digital connect card beyond just we'll save you a seat on Sunday. Uh, again, it comes down to what resources you have available, what your people want, uh, and then your community as well. So you it could even be something like fill out a digital connect card. And hey, I'm in Texas, uh fill out a digital connect card and we'll come by and we'll bring some chips and salsa and we'll just hang out for 20 minutes and cool. you know just um you know talk and chat and just hang out. So that works here in the South. I don't know if that works anywhere else. But, but- but I love what you just said there because it
0: doesn't have to be this huge branded coffee cup or this mm-hmm. or that. It could be a simple thing of, hey, we'll just come by and bring some chips and salsa and ha- and hang out for a few minutes. Because, again, in different parts of the country, that's really effective. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it gets you in front of people. I like
1: that. It gets you in front of people,
0: gets you talking with people. Uh, I, I like that a lot, Justin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's all about um... – for, for, for me personally, it's all about getting in front of someone. And, and when I say in front of someone, it doesn't have to be at their house. It doesn't even have to be in person. It could just be, let's get on the phone, right? That's the reason why we have the connect card to find out how we can serve them. Again, everything you do has to be useful. No one's going to fill out a connect card just so you can call them. Yeah. It has to be. No one wants to do that, right? So it has to be useful. It has to be, fill this out. Let us know you were here so you can get a gift or so we can find out how we can serve you better. And then you you give that phone call, you send those emails, you find out who they are, what they need and how you can serve them and, sh- and love them like Christ would love them or, uh, or, you know, uh, share the gospel with them. So it, again, it comes down to being useful. It, it cannot just be another ask and it cannot just be, right, well, we're just going to do this because it's, we feel like it's the right thing, whether you like it or not. Yeah. It has to be intentional. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, this has been fantastic, Justin. You're
0: awesome. You are a man of many talents in in tricks and trade. Uh, I love again, like I said, um, I love what you're doing on TikTok and what you're doing on social media right now. Uh, if people want to connect with you, how how's the best place to connect with you?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you can email me Justin at com. That's mrchurchmarketer.com. You can also find me on social. I'm on Twitter the most at yes. Justin Nava. Yeah, I know there's not too many of us, but we're, we're tight <laughs> yep. or just anywhere, just uh, on any social media at Justin Nava on TikTok, I am the Justin Nava because my old musically account was at Justin Nava and I can't get back into it to delete it. So (laughs) unfortunately I have my own handle, but I can't get to it. So on TikTok, I'm the Justin Nava. Uh, But yeah, you can find me there. Email is the best place. If you have any questions, it comes right to me. There's no algorithm game. There's no spam or anything like that. So uh, yeah. And, and we can just talk. And if I can help you, if we can help you great, we can look at what that looks like. Or if I need to refer you to someone uh, you know, I I like to keep that Rolodex and I'll make sure that you get in touch with the right person. I'm just Mm -hmm. here to help.
0: Yes, and you're very helpful, and I love your reference to Musically because Musically was TikTok before they got bought out or they merged with TikTok. I I don't know the exact thing, but I remember my girls were playing with Musically a long time ago, and then it, then all of a sudden TikTok appeared, and I'm like, what is mm-hmm. this? And they're yeah. like, it's all Musically. I'm like, oh okay. So, <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Well, I'm gonna have all your links in there, especially your your um, TikTok one and your Twitter. Again, you and I both live on Twitter. And it's the best place, our, our personal preference. So um, yeah, definitely hit up Justin. He's got a ton of knowledge. So I would highly recommend you do that today. Well, Justin, thanks as always. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. All right. So there you have it, my conversation with Justin. It's uh, always great talking with him uh, and getting some different insights. Again, you know, usually I talk to him about website stuff, but now he's into the guest gifts and guest swag. And he had a lot of great thoughts. So I would love to hear from you, what stood out to you? What um, challenged your thoughts or encouraged you in some ways? Uh, what questions do you have about this? Let's continue this conversation uh, online. You can go to Twitter at TA Pounder and even tag Justin in this at Justin Nava, and I'll include all his links on on the show notes. But. Include us in your questions or your thoughts because I'd love to carry this conversation on a little bit more. I'm, you know, I'm not into the guest swag as much. I love getting guest swag, but I don't make the decisions at my church. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on it uh, and what you you all are doing uh, and what you've learned. So again, hit us up on Twitter. We love to carry the conversation on some more. All right. So that wraps it up for another episode of the YM Sidekick podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Justin. Uh, If you want more content, I've got a ton of it at ymsidekick.com. There I've got blogs, podcasts, vlogs, I got some ebooks. one that I really love about Twitter and how it's useful for your church or for you as a digital missionary. But I also got information about the Digital Bootcamp Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group where we learn digital tools and trends that are happening around the world, and we apply it into our ministry context. You can find all that information at ymsidekick.com, and I would love for you to check that out today. All right, here is why. I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and until next time, have a great one.